Good morning, everyone. Welcome to this riveting and exciting episode of Coffee with Jim and James. James, as usual, I have to bring you into my world. And I don't know if I've ever told you how I got started in the energy business. I don't think so. Let's go Love back to decades. hear it. Let's, yeah, let's go back decades. I saw a movie called, ready for this? Top Gun. And I thought, you know what? This is going to be me. So as, you know, as me, I get in my Chevy Caprice classic and I drive across country because I'm a network guy, relationships. And I'm like, if I go to Fighter Town, USA, Miramar and meet some naval aviators, they'll take me right in. Right. So I get in the Chevy and I drive cross country. It took me eight and a half weeks to get there. Remember that. That's important. So I show up at the gates and right before, well, I think I'm getting in, but they're about to arrest me. This naval aviator walks out and goes, what are you doing here? I said, I want to be an aviator. He goes, why? I said, because I saw Top Gun. I'm ready to go. And he's like, well, you know, I, there's so much involved. I said, I even have a call sign. And he goes, what's your call sign? And I said, traffic violations. I could picture it on my helmet, right? And he looked at me, he goes, if you're reckless and fast down here, you really don't want to be up there. And I kind of shrugged my head and I said, well, it's not really because of fast. If I go 39 miles an hour, one mile over 38, I get car sick. And if I get to a bridge, that's over 11 feet, four inches. I get a little woozy. So I have to push my car across the bridge. So the traffic violations are more for impeding traffic. And this naval aviator put his hand on my shoulder. He goes, you know what? We all have our place in the world. Some of us are up there flying. For you, have you ever heard of the pipeline business where pipes are at or below ground level and the backhoes go, ready? One mile an hour. Set me on my path. I looked down and I saw his name and it said Smith. And I'm like, sir, I appreciate the guidance. Best of luck to you. And away we went. True story or not, gentlemen. What that, took a long, that was a long one, man. I, it took me a while to get there, but I got there. I got there. All right. John, I apologize for having to live through that as your first moments on the show, but there's no other way to start. No, that's okay. Actually, Jim, sometime with the trade stories, I spent some time at Fighter Town. So, uh, Look at that. So, yeah, it's a, it's, a common, it's a common background there. So, yeah. No, pleasure mm-hmm. to be here. Really glad to meet you guys. Yeah, John. Good morning, right. and thank you for joining the show. Uh, we're excited to have you, uh, and Jim's just going to dive in because that's what Jim yeah. does. <laughs> well, you know, uh, you have the American flag behind you. I do see some fighter jets. John, you know, let's let's get to know each other. If you'd tell us a little bit about your history, how you got here, and then let's dive into Hydromax USA and what's new in your world. Let's let's dive right in, sir. Sure. No, good morning. <clears throat> no, just a little bit about me. You know, I, I think we talked about a little bit. You know, married with three children, uh, you know, here most recently, but started out uh, in, the, in the Navy, started out at Miramar. Uh, so uh, spent some time there for a few years there in my own of my life, but I spent 21 years in the Navy. Came out of that with some great leadership, great people and teams that I was, I was able to work with. Uh, out of that, I came into the auto industry, a little bit different, not directly into the, into the energy industry, but into the auto industry and, uh, you know, got the chance to work with everybody from Ford down to some of the tier ones uh, in, in the auto industry and manufacturing. And then really transitioned over to energy, uh, started, uh, you know, getting into the measurement and transition uh, transmission side and uh, working on that buried infrastructure, working on the metering and, and how we were measuring both, you know, upstream and downstream 
and a lot in safety, always about safety throughout my career. I think there's two common things throughout, you know, whether it be the military or the auto industry or in the energy, it was about safety and leadership was always about where I, I came from in this, in this industry. And, you know, had the opportunity to come over and, and lead the team here at Hydromax USA. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's amazing how much things have changed. I took, I, I came on board in February of 2020, about one month before everything shut down. Wow. Uh, and, and, uh, so I got about, as I say, I got about three weeks of being a normal CEO, whatever that was before. Uh, and, uh, really we had to pivot and do some things, you know, through some really uncertain times. Um, but hats off to the team. I mean, uh, we've got over 600 people now and you talk about what, how things have changed and we're in over 40 States and we wound up actually growing near the end of last year. Uh, a lot of it just because our teams were so committed to that safety, we did the right things. Uh, we worked side by side with the utility industry and the gas distribution networks. And, you know, we really had had a couple of, of callings. Number one was safety. But the second thing was to keep energy and water flowing to people while they were in their homes. And while, you know, while everybody's kind of getting redistrib- redistributed, I guess, distributed throughout the, throughout the society. Yeah, it's a tough word to say sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, what we do at Hydromax is we deal in that buried infrastructure. So if you look at where uh, our teams are, what we're doing is we're mapping, we're locating and we're really checking condition of those of that buried infrastructure. Um, and that's how the company was founded back in 2003. It was founded in the trenches, going in, doing condition assessments, looking for hazards, uh, you know, through horizontal drilling, whatever it may be that, you know, people, people know, don't know what they don't know. So when we're installing new lines, we're installing new fiber optics, electrifications moving underground, the accuracy of the maps has to be there. And unfortunately, as, as you've run across probably previously, it isn't there. Uh, in many places, we don't know where they are. We're plus or minus six feet sometimes. And uh, heaven forbid, you know, there's, a, there's an incident where a backhoe or somebody accidentally, you know, breaches one of these lines. Now it's figuring out how do you turn it off? Where's the valve? Where do you go to turn off the energy or turn off the gas? Uh, you know, did somebody do something and nick a water line and now you got contamination in the water line. These are the types of things that our company was really founded around uh, identifying and helping our customer to either prevent it or to figure out how to fix it. Uh, and, and for me, this has been a passion. Uh, when I got the opportunity to come over to Hydromax, uh, this was an open space to me. I've seen it from my, from my 12 plus years in the energy industry, uh, just that ability to know where you are and be able to prevent or, you know, ensure that public safety is just key to everything we do. I think the biggest thing that's changed in Hydromax over the last year though is technology is the ability to be there. And now, you know, our, our applications and when our teams are in the field, you know, we've got subfoot accuracy when, when our teams are out in the field and we can locate on three axes, you know, where a pipe is in the ground uh, using our technology, the, the ability to manage that and then make it readily available to a, whether it be a municipality or a large gas distribution company is just tremendous today. You look, you look at today versus five years ago, 
what we're doing what we're doing now is is just changed totally and it's going to change even more as we go forward it really is um john i'm a i'm a data guy i'm gonna be honest i (laughs) we talked about it in the pre-show but i'm a i'm a technology nerd from back in the day i spent 15 20 years in that industry before moving (laughs) uh the last five here in in the natural gas world um but for for those that maybe don't understand really where you're at in regards to when you're talking about data and how important it is, can you kind of help people understand where the real value is in this data? And then secondly, like what's the future of data, at least from Hydromax standpoint? Oh, the future is exciting. So I'm going to have to put that off for a second. You mentioned the future and I'm usually going to get going. I know, I know. I got excited uh, too when I looked at it, but yeah, tell us a little bit about that value. The value of that data, it really comes down in, into so many ways. You know, right now with safety, again, I keep going back to safety, but whenever you're dealing in natural gas, you've got to be, you've got to be focused on that. If you're not, you're just not, you're not doing the relevant things. And so safety, number one, is, is, is I'd say, our mission. But, you know, the other part of that is now, and I think what's growing in this kind of transition, if you're, is this ESG, this environmental aspect of it. You know, you look at now how we're looking at viable. How is the energy future of the country really going to going to look? Uh, I'm a big believer, and I don't think it's going to be one thing. I think it's going to be a mesh of things, right. and I think everything's going to have its own place. But natural gas, we're talking about hydrogen introduction possibly into the gas lines. Uh, we're talking about just using natural gas in different ways. All of that, the integrity of the system, knowing where those those uh, you know transmission lines are. And then being able to either a avoid them or at least navigate them if you're installing you know new subsurface electrification fiber optic whatever you're doing that's the value in the data it's really about how do we not breach this uh, this infrastructure we've got you know these these hundreds of thousands of miles of transmission pipe and then in the future he, here's the really exciting thing for me is and, and where hydromax is a little different from the rest we have about, because we've been in this about 20 plus years, um, we've got about three times the amount of data stored and in, in, in the cloud that, that anyone else really in the industry does. What that enables us to do is we're now creating AI models. And so mm-hmm. we're running AI machine learning that can go in and tell us where high risk probability is. We've got risk modeling now that we go in and, and you know, think about, think about the task of a let's say a gas distribution company that hasn't had a cross-board program or a leak program before. If you don't know where to start, you've got a pretty daunting task because you probably got about 40 plus years worth of work to map it all out or to check it all out. But if you can run a risk model that uses AI and is, and is accurate because you've got more data that's learned from, uh, you're able to start in really the high risk areas and know that you're really tackling those areas that could cause disruption to, to a community. Uh, we've heard we've heard that a lot, Jim. If you remember going back, uh, who was on Stuart Salter from uh, uh, APGA. APGA was yep. talking about you know the high when when we start. Is it possible to put hydrogen in? Absolutely. Uh, is there a lot of work we have to do? Absolutely. Right. Yeah. We were talking about data there and and what we're going to have to use. And then uh, uh, Gary Hines talked about it on the last one with well, and, and, inline well, inspection, uh, you know, and machine learning and AI yep. in that yep. world. Uh, man. Yep. It's crazy to, John, you said it five years, really, 
to go back. I've been in it five years and I've seen it. You know, I didn't walk into a world that where already, you know, big data was really being exploited. I don't know. Not exploited. Uh, Utilized. That sounds a lot better. Uh, so that's really exciting. I, I was checking out uh, the Hydromax uh, website and I, I was looking at the AI stuff this morning because I'm a nerd and uh, was kind of geeking out on that, telling Jim about it. But uh, that's super exciting for me personally. Yeah, yeah no, and, and sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but you know, two things you just said that really kind of came around. Number one is one of the things that came to us during the pandemic and one of the reasons I think that this, our company's flexibility and, and we were found around innovation. So we, we believed in innovation and keeping things going. You know, one of the things we helped a couple of our customers do was transition. A lot of these, a lot of companies are still using paper records. Sure. Yes. Well, that became a safety issue during COVID. We literally had a couple of customers that had to keep their paper maps in rooms for three weeks in Ziploc bags before they could even look at them. Um, but that transition to data and being able to do it, you know, through technology eliminates that. And the more you can do that, the better it is. I want to go back. You, you were talking about hydrogen for a second. Why I get really excited about natural gas is I think hydrogen does keep natural gas relevant. I think it does provide an interesting opportunity for us in the future. But think about hydrogen is a smaller molecule by about four times, I believe, than the natural gas. If you've got a permeation or a leak that's yeah. natural gas, or you're going to have possibly new permeations, you've got to know where those are. So one of the ways the industry, I think, is looking at right now, and, and Hydromax is kind of leading that, is how do we detect that? How do we look for, you know, hydrogen isn't going to be, you know, odorized like natural gas. How do we detect that, and how do we use that to keep people safe when we do start doing that? Because I think it's, I don't think it's a matter of if, I think it's going to be a matter of when. Yeah. Really interesting, and I have to tell you, John, the two subjects or topics that you really hit on that I've heard so far and listen and embrace. If you know me, I embrace mm-hmm. safety first and foremost. I always end our show by saying, stay safe. And I mean it. And then our you've our vision this. is to make the world a safer place to work. It yep. is our company vision. Absolutely. And we talked about environmental concerns too. And, you know, uh, whether you're a homeowner or a business owner or technician or whatever, it all comes together. And I was just thinking here that we're a micro example, of the three of us building a network together and how we're going to utilize each other, not just today, but going forward as helps and resources. And it makes me think of Hydromax kind of in the middle helping, you mentioned municipalities, you mentioned others. Uh, you want to just share a little bit because you're doing a lot more than just providing services. You, you folks are really you know, you have a mission and you are, are giving value. And it, to, in my mind, really spread throughout and putting a lot of the uh, business borders to the side, but saying, hey, safety's first. So we want to make sure you're safe, even if you're with another company or this, that. Am I speaking out of turn or am I hitting on the right cylinders there? Absolutely. No, you're, you're 100% correct on that. You know, we, we are, you know, our foundation has been in safety. And as we look at what really our mission going forward is, is really to help, you know, help the gas industry, help all these industries to reach their goals. And, you know, what we're hearing more and more is, you know, uh, especially this year. And, and I think this year we've seen a real pivot in the industry where now we're seeing board directed in initiatives where uh, companies are going to be setting aside funds in the future. 
the, the best part about it is, is that we've got, you know, I, I would say customers and non-customers, just industry, where we're all getting together and saying, what's possible? Yep. You know, I mean, we, we've literally got some, uh, some meetings coming up with, with specific companies that it's, I, I kind of go back, I lived in Italy for four years. So, uh, you know, these talk about throwing spaghetti at the wall to see if it was done. Yep. Uh, you know, we're literally as an industry right now, and I think it's great throwing spaghetti at the wall because we're trying to see what sticks and asking what's possible and not just, well, what am I comfortable with? Uh, we're, we're getting out of our comfort zone as an industry. And I think that's going to be the real uh, player going forward is if you can get uncomfortable and try new things, which, which James goes back to technology, which has been a switch, you know, in the utility world is kind of a slow adopter of that. No doubt. Uh, it sped things up. Just like when I go back to my comment about going from paper to digital, yep. uh, that's sped up out of necessity. I think we're at a time of necessity for this industry to really take off technology wise. Yeah. yeah. I believe uh, you are correct, sir. Uh, I've, we've talked, we've had a lot of guests on um, and we've driven this point home too. I think our industry is very unique and, you know, coming from other industries like you, John, and seeing it, I, I believe it is. And, and here lately and for a really long time too, there's been fantastic people sitting at tables figuring these things out and, and our futures. And um, we, we try to be advocates to get people connected and involved in, you know, our, our associations and, and different. Uh, yeah. But, man, there is a group that promise you there are groups out there working on these things like John and, um, and like ourselves. And uh, it's an exciting time because I think adoption is there. And I think we're seeing the momentum for the first time because we're seeing the results for the first time of, of some of these bigger companies, you know, getting uncomfortable, like you said. And Jim, does that sound familiar? Does that sound like Coleman Sterling or what? It absolutely. You're not scaring yourself. You're not doing anything worth doing. So yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. Man, Push yourself to the limit. Awesome. You know, every day. If you have goals that are in mind, i.e., safety, yeah. and all the good things, it's wonderful to be in that role. James, you mind if I take home one final Please question? Do it. John? Let's do it. John, this is the most difficult question I think you're going to have all day. Maybe, maybe not. John, do you love what you do? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, the greatest part about being, you know, people talk about being a CEO and other things, you know, I love the idea that as a CEO, I can make an impactful change on people's lives. Uh, you know, I would love uh, personally, I would love to be a young engineer or someone mm -hmm. coming on board in this industry right now, because I think it's going to be a fantastic industry. Right. And, you know, as we bring more and more people on board within Hydromax, the ability to, to just provide a positive experience, change and, and, you know, change an industry and change the world. Love it. Uh, John, there's, there's one small part of that that I just want to unpack if we had just yeah. a second. And I think one of the exciting parts about, you know, the utility industry and others really diving into technology to the degree that other industries have for a long time uh, is that there's so much excitement there that we're going to get an influx of technology folks, um, mm -hmm. system engineerings and DevOps and everyone. Uh, and they're going to, they're already here, but I'm saying other companies are going to jump on board as well. And that's when we're going to see an absolute explosion is when 
uh, in a good way. Gosh, I'm using yeah. those words for that. Yeah. I mean, the, I, I mean, I, a, a, a launch uh, from yeah. a technology standpoint, it's going to be amazing. Yeah, and, and the ideas and that that keep coming in. I mean, hey, look, we're we're hiring right now across basically about 20, about 15 states right now, yeah. and we're hiring even in our technology field. You know, it's a great time, and like I said, I, I wish I could be on that entry level. Uh, with a lot of these young, you know, bright people who are coming in with new ideas, because they're gonna they're gonna lead it. They're gonna lead it in the future. No doubt. Yeah. Yep. Wow. John, thank you for joining us today. I it has been an absolute pleasure. One to get to know you as a friend, to yep. have you as a friend in the industry, to have Hydromax USA as a friend of ours in the industry. We've learned so much. Special thanks to your team too, because some yep. of that little wacky story at the beginning with uh, Top Gun. I may have had an insider tip on that one, just so you know. Gotcha. <laughs> I felt like John knew the moment it came yeah, out of yeah. told Yeah. You. Well, they said, you know, they said you'd like to have fun. And I said, is he going to be all right with that? And they were like, absolutely. He'll have a lot of fun with it. And we, again, we want to thank you for your service to our country. Thanks. But the, thank one thing, the one thing I haven't told him, and I know that is, and the reason I knew it was because I never told anybody my call sign. That's that's classified. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> and it wasn't, wasn't traffic violation. Now, no. Okay. <laughs> that sounds good. Okay. John, again, thank you for joining us today. It's been our absolute pleasure. Uh, audience members, please follow Hydromax USA, connect with them, look at their website, connect with John, get involved, learn what they do, see how it can make your world better, safer, and more environmentally correct. Is that a right term, James? Uh, sure. uh, we're just going to go with it for now. <laughs> Again, John, thank you. Until next week on Coffee with Jim and James, it has been our absolute pleasure. Please follow us. Please hit the like buttons wherever those are for the podcast viewers. And until next week, as I always say, please stay safe and have a great week. Take care, everybody. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, John. Thanks.